The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We're going to be in Proverbs chapter 14 today, and we're going to focus our attention on two verses as we've been kind of in, in kind of survey mode going through the book of Proverbs. So today we're going to look at two verses and we'll refer around uh, scripture on this topic. So Proverbs 14, verse 26, the Bible says, The fear of the Lord is strong confidence, and his children shall have a place of refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. You know, when I, when I think about this idea, the first thing we look at, the topic obviously today, is fear. And uh, so I, wanna, I just want to ask a couple questions before we get to the verses here that we're talking about. And really starting with, what is fear? Uh, when we were having our first child, we went to, um, they didn't call them Oz classes or whatever, but we went to classes that insurance encourages to go to, but prior to um, uh, the baby being born. And so we went, I want to say it's four or six weeks to this class. And uh, there was an interesting statistic stated in one of these classes, or at least in some of the curriculum they gave us, that really kind of something that stuck with me. And my wife was the one that actually pointed it out to me. She said, you, did you read this? You noticed this? And the comment was that when a child is born, they are actually only born with one fear. And that, of course, is the fear of falling, and that's because gravity is brand new to them. And so it's the, the first thing they experience that they've not been experiencing for the last nine months. And so the first experience is, 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 uh, is gravity, and so their only fear is the fear of falling. Every other fear that that child will develop throughout their life and throughout their adult life is taught to them. It's going to be taught to them by others who have a specific fear. It's going to be taught, by, taught to them by the culture. They're going to be taught by television, by t- um, taught to them by experiences they find themselves in, and those different scenarios as they grow up. Now, some of this is, is good. Some of this is, is bad. Um, when you try to teach them there's a fear about a car coming 40 miles an hour down your neighborhood road, playing in the road should be fearful. Nothing wrong with that. That's good. Uh, that's where fear can come in as good. So but let's look at what it, what it really is fear. Fear is simply an emotion. It's an emotion that obviously dictates some type of reaction on our part. We either stay away from something, go towards something, or just kind of sit in paralyzed fear, as we say, being paralyzed because of it. But it's an emotion that has great power. It is an emotion that in many, some cases the Lord uses to keep us safe. Um, when we are in scripture, we're not to fear Satan, but we are to understand his power. Uh, when I think of, you know, I joke about this all the time, you know, snakes and spiders and all these things. And my kids, if they have a fear of snakes and spiders, I probably taught it to them. And unfortunately do, which is kind of ridiculous because it's even, I hope I wasn't that bad. That's all I can say. But uh, it's easy to get that way. We've been taught, but you know, some of these fears aren't necessarily bad. Um, you, there's, you know, there's not necessarily, I'm never going to do anything about this. There's a fear. I'll give an example. Um, I grew up most of my life and, um, with a fear of heights. Uh, so frankly, I remember one time we were driving through Iowa and there was a tower that we used to go all the time we were living there. We were back visiting and as we got to this tower and as I was getting a little older, I think I was probably 15 at this point, um, this fear of heights had just become a little more real to me. And so we're going up and frankly, at, at that age, whatever age it was, as I was going, I had to be convinced that this is a Tower of Babel, you know, where the very top was up in the clouds. I think it 
you know, probably only had about five or six, you know, levels. It really wasn't crazy high. But I remember getting to the third or fourth and the fear, uh, just, you know, it was, the fear was so paralyzing that I had a hard time just walking up the steps. And fortunately, my dad noticed it and helped me and walked me back up the rest of it because he wanted me to get up there to realize there was nothing to fear. You know what hit me at that point? It was the fear of fear. It's really what it was. And, God, and dad, my dad was wise to bring me up there in college. I had a chance to go rock climbing. Hey, let's go. Let's do this. Overcome this. And, and while I still have a great respect for it, I don't want to be controlled by it. Sometimes fear is good. Sometimes fear is very, very bad. Um, fear also helps us know when something is wrong. Uh, we hear a noise in, in the house or something. What's going on? You know, it wakes us up. There's this realization something is happening. Sometimes something is wrong. And it could be, again, something is wrong. I'm afraid you know, of this and for this or things of that nature. So what is fear? Number two, what is, uh, the, we look at the power of fear. We, have you ever noticed this? In some scenarios, fear can be paralyzing, which is not the way it's supposed to be. It's overwhelming. It's dangerous in that case, and it should not be paralyzing to us. But fear can also make us think and act in ways that otherwise we would not. My fear of this hinders me from doing things. My wife jokes about this, and she's got a good point. I acknowledge this Sunday that I think that the, the, the driving around here, I don't know if quarantine did this or something, but I, the craziness of people on the road today is worse than I've ever seen. And, and I'm amazed that I've not seen more accidents with the, the psychoness of the way people are just kind of cutting people off and doing their own thing. And, uh, but one of the battles I've had is going home when I'm driving or driving somewhere. I've had a lot of different people as I'm getting real close to their car, just kind of pull out in front of me. And they've almost been in a couple, you know, accidents, which could have been relatively serious. So now what's happening is every time someone kind of just nudges a little bit at the entrance, I panic. I don't want that to happen. And uh, the problem is if I'm not careful, I could, without thinking about it, yank myself into the left lane to not be hit maybe not even looking to see if there was somebody in the left lane. It can be dangerous. That's where fear is paralyzing and dangerous. Then there's a command that we've been given in Scripture concerning fear, and many times we are told not to fear. Joshua told, be strong and give a good courage. Hundreds of times in Scripture we are told to fear not, not to fear, be strong and courageous, something along those lines. So we look at this and we see fear, and we understand its power, we understand its control, we understand it is just an emotion, but then we're told over and over and over and over in Scripture to not be fearful. Uh, greater is he that lives in you than he that lives in the world. So why then, if fear is something that Scripture has told us so many times not to be something that's part of our life, why then in the book of Proverbs would God state that the fear of the Lord is a strong confidence? And his children should have a place. In the next verse, he says, The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. In fact, if you go back to Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10, a more popular verse says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. So uh, one of the reasons I did this, it's easy for us to look at the fact, I start off with saying sometimes fear is good, sometimes fear is bad. Um, there is a level where when you understand something is dangerous, Fear is good. When I was younger, uh, I watched some people in our church that were working on some electric and they had a screwdriver up by an outlet. I had no idea the outlet had the power been turned off and they were working on it. I went home and I wanted to do it. So I grabbed a screwdriver and stuck it in an outlet. Bam! And it kind of knocked me back a little bit. My dad chuckled at me after he made sure I was okay. You know what? That became a fear, but not fear of electricity because I work with it. It's a respect. It's an understanding of the danger that could come. It's Reverence. Now, that's a really bad illustration for what I'm about to say, but I hope it helps a little bit. When we're told to fear God, 
It's very different than fearing Satan or fearing the spider or fearing what might happen in the election or might might happen in our culture. Uh, that's different. That's a paralyzing fear that is not supposed to control us. The fear of the Lord is a, a the m- most popular way to say, well, respect the Lord, we reverence him, which is true. But I wrote down a couple of thoughts as I was thinking, what does it really mean to fear the Lord? Um, because fear has a level of control, it can be a good thing in the right direction. Uh, I, when I want to respect someone, I, I have the desire to please the person, please the Lord, desire to follow the Lord, a desire to be blessed by God. I, I don't look at him in a way where I'm upset, where I, I'm afraid of what he might do. I, I, there's this great respect that, that is just an awe. It's really a great awe makes me desire to want to honor him and to be and to please him and to see his blessing in my family in my life and all the things we're doing uh, that is, that's a fear now this fear doesn't drive me I say I don't I, don't, I go to church because I'm afraid he's going to strike me down with lightning if I don't no but I go to church because my desire and reverence for my God is so great that I want to sing his praise. I want to learn about him. I want to find out how I can have his blessing upon my life. And again, let's go to these verses. In the, in the fear of the Lord is strong confidence. So when I have this reverence, respect for God, then I have confidence because I strive to honor him. By the way, I, I'm not talking about being accepted by him. God accepts you as you are. Now in that, he desires us to grow um, in Peter, we're told, be holy for I am holy is what Jesus said. And so we understand that he has a desire for us to grow and be holy and do right and live by the word of God and, and be distinctive in this Christian culture. There should be something the world sees that is not weird, but distinct and good and loving and holy. They should see Jesus. We are the light of the world. We should see that. So in the fear of the Lord is a strong confidence. And so I have confidence and in my walk with God that God will take care of me. He'll provide for me. He'll protect me. He'll direct me. This is confidence. Nothing that the world has. You know, peace often or lack of peace comes in lack of confidence. And I, I don't trust this presidential candidate. I don't trust this senior. I don't necessarily trust finances. And so I don't have anything to trust and therefore I have no confidence. When I trust in God and I have that peace, I can have peace because I have confidence simply because I trust in God and I have confidence in Him. He says, if I have this strong confidence, His children, my children shall have a place of refuge. People around me, my family might, will be affected by the fact that there is peace in my life because of the fear of the Lord. In the next verse, the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. It, it literally brings life and it, it's a fountain. When I'm close to God, the answers to life, the strength to go through the battles of life is seen through the fear of God. As I fear God, he gives me answers and gives me directions and gives me help. So if fear is supposedly by what we see it evil, why would God ask us to fear him? Now, please remember we've said this, and I am afraid that I think Religion, and what I mean by religion is a man-made set of rules or systems to try to, um, should we say, manipulate people into doing good. I'm afraid that that's where they use fear. Uh, some religions will say things like this. Um, if you don't come to church and if you don't give money and if, you, if your good does not outweigh your bad, you're going to go to hell. And so they use this control mechanism of fear, do this and do this, and hopefully it's good enough. And it's almost like you, you have to do so much and you live in this constant wondering, have I done enough? It's interesting when you get away from religion and you get to Christianity, this is where it becomes different. 
Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. It's not religion. It's not even church. It's Jesus. Now, I go to church to worship, and I go to church to learn about Jesus, and maybe that's where I find Jesus at church. But when I, when I look at this, um, Jesus has made it very clear that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Uh, when I come to Jesus and I get saved, there's not this sitting back saying, now I hope I'm good and bad. I heard one person state, I was asking them, well, in their belief system, uh, you know, if, if, if I had to work my way to heaven, then why did Jesus die on the cross? And the answer came back to me, it was unique. I didn't agree with it, but at least I had an answer. And the simple answer was, when Jesus died on the cross, he did half of what was needed to get to heaven. We have to do the other half. Here's my struggle with that. There is no in scripture that says that. That is a religious institution creating something to make it work for them. And frankly, it's fearful. When Jesus comes to give you life, he comes to give you life more abundantly, free from fear and full of peace. And I can find confidence in him because he is my savior. I'm walking with him, I love him, and there's a confidence and a peace in chaotic times because God is still on the throne. If your president doesn't get elected come November, are you gonna live in fear? I mean, a lot of people have been driven to fear in 2020. The pandemic and all these different things, and we just we sit in fear. I'll never leave home. I'll never do this. I'll never do that. And and there's wisdom in some of that. Sometimes fear is good. It protects you. And sometimes it controls you. And so too much in the world has been driven to fear by this. It, what if it's going to get worse if we still have coronavirus in 2021 and the wrong president? I mean, goodness, we're not going to we're going to we're going to dig basements and bomb shelters. And I'm being sarcastic, but you understand my point. Fear has a negative effect. Can we still trust God? in times where it seems like it, everything seems to be falling apart. Yeah, when we fear him. Because here's the point. I don't fear him in a way that he's going to strike me down. I, I'm a child of the king, and I know that. But I have, I have trust that he is more powerful than anything that I could fear. Don't you want to have someone that's more powerful than your fears? Someone that could be just as feared. Now, please understand, he's the answer, which means those who do not want to call upon Jesus do have something to fear, and that is eternity in hell. You don't want to be there. God doesn't want you there. He sent his son on the cross so you don't have to be there. Don't spend eternity in hell because of someone's bad religious experience. Find out who Jesus is and let him change you. Let me encourage you in this aspect when we talk about fear. Really what it comes down to is the fear of the Lord is simply this. The more I get to know God, the more I learn to respect him, the more I sit in awe of him, and the more I have confidence in him. I desire to get to know him because I know how he can help and strengthen me. It's not about obligation. It's not about if I don't, this is going to happen. It's about, man, if I do, how could God bless? You want that blessing? You want that strength? It comes down in fear. You know, there's a lot of things in this world that can drive you to fear. Um, there's a lot of things. I, I mean, I've trained two children how to drive cars. There are oftentimes a fear in those. I've driven myself in this area, and there's plenty of reason for fearful scenarios. Each and of us have been in spots where we're just uncomfortable. We're not sure. And in those times, there is levels of anxiety and fear. They don't have to control us because God's still in control. But in here, he tells us, do not let fear control you, but learn the other side, the good side of this fear, to fear the Lord. Respect, awe at the awesomeness of God. And yes, he's powerful, he's almighty, he created the universe, but he loves you. He put a son on the cross for you so that you could have salvation and live in confidence, live in peace, live fearless or to fear less. He tells us in chapter Proverbs chapter three, trust in the Lord with all thine heart 
and lean not into your own understanding. That is where you will find lack of fear. I hope this was a help today. Uh, the world drives fear right through everything you do. And may God be the one that drives you away from fear. Thank you for taking this week to be part of the podcast, to be part of our daily devotion. And again, we hope to see you Sunday um, in, in church. We hope to see you there uh, in property or online. And again, thank you for being part of what we're doing here. We hope that this is encouragement. You'll share it with friends or like it or subscribe. And uh, we look forward to seeing you back here Monday as we continue to jump right back into the Word of God. Hope you have a great weekend.